One of the biggest weeks in Australian sport, gentlemen. History was made. The first Australian, I think, not just the first woman, women, woman Australian, lady Australian, the first Australian to win Wimbledon since Yvonne Goolagong. And it was just, I, I think it is up there with, if not the number one sporting achievement in my lifetime, Ash Barty. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Pat Cash won in 87. Oh, did he? First woman since oh. 1980, even Gong. How good was she? Gee, she's a humble champion. Is, she? She's yeah. just magnificent. Yeah. Just magnificant. Well, the reason it's I want to appreciate your champions who yeah. can do both, like um, Ash Barty can do it that way. Pat Cash jumps into the yeah. stand, a bit yeah. more of an extrovert, but... Yeah. Uh, Hopefully we get some other young players like a Nick Kyrgios uh, getting there. But uh, well done to Ash Barty and a great Richmond you, fan. You're a tennis fan. Yep. The thing I loved about Ash Barty, she's got a bit of craft, hasn't she? She doesn't just try and smash it. She's yep. got all the shots. and She's got touch. Touch. She's got touch. Yeah. Where a lot of players these days are just sluggers. You'd be a slugger from the no, baseline. No, I, I don't think you'd have any I'll, craft. I'll tell you this. Now, this. I was a professional tennis coach. <laughs> oh, here no, we go. Oh, oh, no, does. in all seriousness, I, by the letter of the law, I was a professional tennis coach. I was paid to coach tennis over in the US. Really? I, yep, yep, 100%. Hand on my heart. It was at a summer camp. I was a tennis specialist. And I would always say. I don't reckon you've got any. Any idea how to play tennis? I grew up playing tennis, and I, am, I was powerful. <laughs> I was powerful. I had a very good forehand. Oh. But what I have to do, the, the bigger, the bigger, stronger blokes that are a bit slower. The, your best weapon is the slice, slice back because it just yeah. gives you a bit time. So just not only does this back. guy now he's a tennis coach, yeah. he's got <laughs> three different. Um, Things that uh, he can get into private school, so Free scholarships. Yeah. He has a nip of uh, scotch every morning yes. when he gets up. Yes. What else has he done? There's so much. Uh, he could beat me and you in AFL football. Yeah, which uh, is no, I've, I've retracted against you. I've said that to Richard. But the reason I want you to bring up. You thought that you could beat Rory Lobb in a marking contest. Did too. He's just kicked four no, on I didn't the say Rory. No, he said Tabernacle. No. Well, you couldn't beat him either. He's, he's like, just as good as Rory Lobb. He's going all right. But, Richard, you tweeted out. Um, your congratulations to I Ash did, Barty yeah. on, on Twitter, happy. which <coughs> and, and, and you tagged her in it, which as we know is pretty. That's nothing. Barry likes to attach himself to anybody famous. Agreed. At the moment. Like and as we said, like just you're happy to go. That was magnificent. But imagine, why put her? Imagine if he wasn't her? famous. Can imagine I, how bad this guy would be if he wasn't famous. Can I, I'm not going to cop this one. I, I, I admit I've been a nuffy most of the year. I do. Yeah. <laughs> right? But this, I've got the same management group well, as Ash Barty, well, and we sort of are in I'm contact. glad you bring that yeah. up. So surely I'm allowed to congratulate her. When I mentioned... Surely. Oh, you are. But oh, when you I, are, Matthew. But it's just the people who at somebody and they know I that then that, everybody yes, else... That is nothing. That. Now, I when I brought that. this up, we've got the WhatsApp group where we like to dob in each other's <laughs> behaviour. Rather than just replying in, in the group, Richo sent me a personal message. Let's have a look at this. This, so he replied to me, same manager as Ash, mate, in contact with her all the time. Not enough he tweets. That's aggressive. <laughs> That's aggressive. Can I, Look, you're trying to put me in my place. Can I, can I be honest here? When you, when you said that, I knew it was coming. And I actually knew it was bad deep down. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just a bit grumpy with Hummer. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I can't believe it. I got the like, and that's put when you go after the individual. I got like, a bit you could grumpy. Have just said you got grumpy. You and know said why? Because I, a personal because I knew that I'd reached into nuffy areas again. And that <laughs> Sorry, was mate. that was and was that the only message you sent me privately this week, Richo? No, I sent one about Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> he gets he gets to a point where he's this affable sort of guy, humble, and takes it in all his stride. But he gets to a point, and if you get him past that point, which you'd like to do, he blows up big time. <laughs> well, now, last night he, he he pulled me up for saying that I wanted to talk about Richmond. 
earlier in, yeah. in this podcast. So he wasn't happy. Last week. Hey, last week I said that perhaps it was episode 100. What was I it? I couldn't find it. I spent three hours researching trying. Within yeah. two minutes of the episode going live, a listener sent me an image uh, of the of our iTunes store, episode 110. It's just doing your research, huh? like that listener did well, that you failed to do. And yeah, I don't know where Nate. how he found that. That's what Nate does with his moldies. He does his research. He, he does his research, research, research. So this is episode 111. Beautiful. Now, it's the final countdown. We're heading for September and anyone can – like well, – yeah. The results from the weekend. I've that was done the, the ladder predictor we, last You know, night. if you didn't submit your tips. You've done a ladder predictor. I did, well, you know on the AFL website you can do the ladder predictor. Oh, I thought, let's find out. Okay, what have so, you got, big boy? If you didn't so, submit your tips last week, by the way, you would have got eight. I know. All eight of the away teams. Yeah. Yeah. So the doggies, I've still got them finishing <clears throat> on top. Yep. This is the AFL ladder. Melbourne will finish second. The Lions will finish third. The Cats will finish fourth. There's your top four. Pretty predictable. Port will still finish fifth. Swanee sixth. I've got the Eagles still making it. That might be the one that might be a bit controversial. And I've actually got Essendon sneaking in to eighth spot with 11 wins. So the Fremantle spot in the eight at the moment is – and the Fremantle and West Coast, the two sides in the eight, seventh and eighth at the moment. I don't see the Giants playing good enough footy at the moment to be able to make it. They lost to Hawthorne after being four goals up and they lose to the Suns. When you're losing games like that, even though they beat Melbourne, you don't deserve to make it. The one who I think can make it with the run, uh, and three weeks ago you'd never say this, but is the Saints. Now – if the Saints play the way they've played the last three weeks and how aggressive they've been, their defensive part of their game, they can beat anybody at the moment if they play like so, that. Now, the, the problem with St Kilda is they don't always play like that. They've done it for three done. weeks. Can they continue to do it? If they play that way, almost have to make it, but well, I think they have to win the extra da- game because of their percentage. I so agree. they lose a game with percentage. I agree with you. They're playing well, but I think I had Port beating them this week at Marvel, which is – Probably the one. If the Saints win that game, then they can sneak in as well. I think the Saints can beat Port at Marvel. Couple of couple of questions from my end of the table, uh, Richo. How did you say controversial? Is that an acid wash t-shirt? No, controversial? that's not how you said it the first time. What did I say? Controversial. <laughs> you is that know an I'm acid not, wash t-shirt? It is. Acid no, it's wash. not an. It's called stone wash. Is that one of them ones where you get hot and it lights up <laughs> in different colours? Hyper colour. <laughs> no, I just I was wearing a blue hat and I wanted it to match today, oh, so it's the only blue t-shirt. You think you come to a certain point of your life <laughs> or your age, and you stop wearing your hat backwards? Is there is it is there an age where he's, you get to? He's at the, right at the cusp of that. Oh, I reckon he's gone past why? that now. No, what? What's wrong with what wearing backwards? What are you backwards? thirty-two? I don't think had hats were ever made to wear backwards, and you can wear them when you're young. But at your age, what I think you? it's a little bit try hard really? because at the moment the really. You know, wispy part of your hair yeah, is coming this, through the I, hat, I've noticed and it's that. just not a good look. Yeah, but mate. I know, but I look like turtle off entourage when I wear my hat like this. <laughs> <laughs> you do actually. That's, so, that's okay. I'm going to leave it backwards. Just another I thing. Reckon you've got yeah. about six months left. Where and I, all right, I'll, I'll take that. In front. Another one that I want to play now. I know after you've absolutely dressed me down last night, Richo. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but at the very start of the year, I did say this. Now. Richmond, I've been saying this all along. In fact, I said it at the start of the year that they cannot win the flag. Now, surely, surely you have to agree. Yes, I have. Am I the oracle? 
That was three I have, weeks ago. That was three weeks ago, mate. Because that's my Parisi shirt, and I only got that three weeks ago. Is so that a Parisi shirt? No. You got, that, you, got that from, you got that from Aussie Disposal. Um, we've looked everywhere, Look mate. We have gone back. We've gone through every episode, Nathan, and we can't find can a trace of it. you I'm, saying that. I did say it. At the start of the year, I said the Raiders three weeks, weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't. I've been say saying it all year. But on Richmond, you said it after they lost to West Coast. While it is all doom and gloom on the field and they won't play finals, it is a magnificent achievement of – I want to say one of the more popular, I'm not going to say polarising, popular figures in, in AFL, well, Jack Rewalt. He's, he's, he, I reckon at one point there he went through a little period where he may have been a bit maligned and polar, but he has, been, he has turned into one of the Do good... Do you begrudge him at all for kicking you out of the... Absolutely <laughs> not. No. I, I, <laughs> he said that through clenched teeth. He did. No, I, I did move up to the wing because Terry Wallace wanted Jack inside 50. It worked out all right for, for Jack. Look, Jack's... It worked out okay for you. You nearly won a Brownlow medal. Yeah, it was a good move by Terry. It was yeah. a good coaching move. Jack's become an all-time great of the Richmond Footy Club. He now joins the great Francis. But these are all-time greats. Of yeah. the, these are legends at the Richmond Footy Club. Jack Dyer, of course, Captain Blood. Francis Burke, St. Francis Burke, five premierships. And Kevin Bartlett with obviously 400 games. He becomes the fourth Richmond player to play 300 games in the history of the club. That is unbelievable. What I like about Jack is he's never changed. So when he first walked into the footy club, he was this brash young kid. Boisterous. He was loud. He was boisterous. He had, a, he had a combi van, this purple combi van. Um, and he was complete opposite to Nick. Nick's quite reserved. Yeah. Um, Nick quite respectful, whereas Jack, uh, he, he put people off early days because of how young but, and brash he but was. He was but he was being himself. He's never changed. Yeah. He's never changed. He's always been loud, always been boisterous. He lived with me when he first came down. Um, but when you got him home and you got him just around the dinner table, respectful. He was very respectful, very respectful to my family as well. Um, and he's a just a genuinely is. good player of the competition. He is you a know, star. You know what he is, Brownie, I reckon? I reckon as a key forward, you know, you can get key forwards that is lead up, Mark, yep. big brutes. Jack's got the footy IQ of a, a gun midfielder, you know. Yeah. He sees the game beautifully. Um and just one of the best players in the history of the Richmond. Will he be football. media or coach post AFL? I think he's lining up to do media. He's already he's good. He does a lot of work for Fox. But Nova. yeah, huge achievement. If you play three hundred games, I mean But there was a middle part of his career where they got him to change his game and he changed it for the better for the team and yeah, he probably did. didn't kick as many goals. He's and the become result a better player was though. Jack Rewalt, but it was a culmination of things. But uh, he definitely changed the way he played and that helped Richmond win premierships. So I think he's maybe they changed you too late. Maybe if maybe. they changed you mid 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 career oh. to the wing, you maybe know. You, never know. you could be a four time. You never know. the thing I love about him in two thousand and seventeen, and I think this is his greatest achievement. Richmond, they lose their their other key forward, Ben Griffiths, early in the year. They tried Todd Elton, who just, you know, probably wasn't up to it. So Jack had to play as the lone key forward with all yeah. those smalls around him, and it actually revolutionised mm. the game a little bit that year. So I think his greatest achievement. achievement was being up with the killers. I thought that, that was a defining that was moment. Good. You if, know what? If you're going to be an AFL footballer and win the premiership, how yeah. good would it be to go out and sing with the killers you, straight after that? So I think I've told that on this podcast years ago. But before that game, I was standing out on the ground and Jack, the killers were out there warming up on the ground, you know, when the players were walking around. And he walked past me and I said, oh, you know, good luck today, Jack. He goes, I'm going to sing with the killers after the game. Oh. And as he walked off, I went, What's he doing? He's, is his head in the game? Yeah. He's, all he's thinking about is the killers. And I sort of, anyway. That's went, him. He's yeah, confident. Yeah, and they go on and win the game. And sure enough, we were over in the September club after the game and I'm looking through Twitter mm. and there he is singing with there the killers. There were certain people in the media um, after that game and post that 
that didn't like that Jack did that. He said it was all about Jack and he should have been in the rooms with his teammates. But uh, all I don't subscribe to that. Yeah, they're out there watching. Yeah. He was up there with the killers. They've won a premiership. There's Good a lot it. of people who don't like it when people do things outside the normal. It's all but poppy that, and Jack is outside the normal. How uh, so? He a, a good mate of mine who was at the coach of our cricket club, Luke Presley. He's best mates with the Rewalts. We had a you know classic raffle yeah. where you did the thousand beer raffle. Now where and you draw it's the last one out is the is the one that takes yeah. to the thousand beers. Now the one this they thing, used to have at the Hawthorne Footy Club with Peter Everett. That's the one he rigged. Yeah, no, this, he didn't. Oh, you can't say that. Really? Yeah, I thought trouble. it was proven. No, I think <laughs> I don't think you can say oh, that. Well. I'm going to take it back. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll take it back. Uh, anyway, this this was a slat, like a, a, an entire um, pallet, pallet stacked to the ceiling yeah. of beers. Like a thousand beers, it's 80 slats. Yeah. It's a what lot sort of beer? VBs. Mm. He uh, he gets a call. To, so he was down the last 15, rushes down the cricket club, doesn't know anyone at the cricket club, but just yeah. bought a, a stack yeah. of tickets. He ends up winning it. And rather than taking, you know, there was a, there was a truck there to deliver all the beers to his yeah. house. He said, no, nah, he carried out one sub of VB. Donated the rest. That's, yeah, that's Jack. That's, that's good. Good bloke. Saved the cricket club as well that, that year. Um, how about the Swans? They're beating the Lions, the Cats, the Dogs. Can they win the last game of September? I don't think so. But, gee, they played a good game on the weekend, Brownie. You did yeah. the game on Triple M. They, I reckon on the weekend they went in with a game plan that clearly they wanted to take the ball off the Swans and hold onto it with marks and kicks and uncontested marks. And the Dogs just didn't adjust. So they got, they're well coached. They've got some great young players. i don't, I think they'll finish outside the top four. I don't think you win from the bottom four. Dogs are a couple of good players down. Obviously, Aaron Norton was out. But I thought it's the second time, clearly, from a, a good side that Luke Beveridge has been out coached. So I thought that the way they set Ooh. up, the way they held their wingers on the outside, you think Florent kicked the goal in the first quarter and had another shot. Then Dawson kicked three goals. They held their width on the wings. Yeah. The Dogs players went in, and I thought that they were really well coached by Don Longmire. Yeah. No, they're a good team, but I don't think they finished top four, which means you don't win, really. A couple of jobs in AFL land vacant. One, of course, is Nathan, is the head coach of, or the coach of the Collingwood Magpies. The other is the GM of Footy Ops, Steve Hocking, going to be the CEO of Geelong. Who do we think is going, because it is a very, in terms of all the, the top dog roles, this is probably, the, well, this one's got the most outwardly sort of operations that, you know that yeah. the the fans see you get you get judged very critically, and we've all judged Steve Hocking and some of the rule changes. So it's a big role. I think um, I think Brad Scott will get it. He's already at the AFL. Yep, looking after the community. Leagues. Will he be good? Yeah, I, I don't know. How would I know? But I think he's the favourite, isn't he? You'd think he'd be the favourite. Um, a player that we played with, now we know him really well and a lot of people wouldn't see him because he's not in the media a lot, is Wayne Campbell. So Wayne Campbell did is a lot of good stuff. He's the umpire's boss? He was uh, the umpire's boss. He was the umpire's boss. boss. So he went to – he did assistant coaching the Bulldogs, Richmond, umpire's boss, went up um, to the Giants, probably didn't get along 100% with the main CEO. man up there, so that parted ways. But I think how strong he is, um, very similar to Steve Hocking, um, doesn't suffer fools, no. very, very smart – Wayne Campbell. And he'd be prepared to make hard decisions. Yep. Yeah. Have you asked him if he'll take it? We've got a, he's got a good footy. We've got a market up on it. Have you asked him? Why? No, I haven't. No. What, okay, if you were, if, if there was a shock announcement that Matthew Richardson was taking over the role, what's the first thing you change? Oh, the first thing I'd change yep. is I'd wind back some of the changes they've already made. But oh. just hold your ink on that. We might be looking at that. What would you change, Brownie? Uh, are we doing this segment now, are we? Well, is that's in the rundown. Okay. 
Who replaces oh. Steve Hawking? Yeah. If the boys were GM of footy ops, what would they change? Why are you holding fire? Because off, well, something's still in my head in. Oh, you got something. Yeah. So, so wait till then. Wait till then. Do you read changes. any f- further advance? He doesn't look at the run sheet than the one. When he said, no, I might just hold, I must have thought because about it later. Because you knew it's his own no, I see them say, okay. wait till that, wait till I do it and then you can come off it. Oh, right. so we, we ask. <laughs> well, it's still something, well, do you want me to do my head in now? No, let's we'll get, all right, let's give it, we'll get to it. All right, new segment that came in last week, very, this very popular. Too. Extra, extra, read all about it. Is this it. your idea? Uh, Tommy Medallis, one of our producers. Uh, so if you, if, you are new to, with a good idea. if you are new to the show, listening at episode 111 for the Tommy? first time. I haven't time. seen him. I like Tom. Missing, Tom. He's having He's a kid. Missing. He's having a kid. Oh, well done. Well, so, Might be a good reason, mate. <laughs> Well, so basically, work. I'm going to read a headline. I've got four. I'm still here. These aren't actually headlines this week. Tommy has sort of dropped the ball a little bit and just grabbed the first four things that he saw. Right-o. Loosely related to AFL. So Right-o. they're a bit longer this week. I'm going to read them out. You tell me who they're speaking about. Okay. I think they really need to invest in some youth to their midfield to do similar to what Fremantle have done, try to get as many elite midfielders through the draft. Matthew Lloyd. Who's he talking and who's about? And who's he talking about? He's talking about... Hawthorne. Mm. I, I was going to say Kane Corns, and is he talking about Richmond? Oh, if we combined your answers together, this is Kane Corns on the Hawthorne midfield. Oh, right. we, we, we got a bit of both, 50% did, 50%. right. They said that on the show I was on. <laughs> I probably should have known that. <laughs> I don't know if there's a spot for him in the midfield, even though he's the captain and very highly paid. Well, that's clearly... They're talking about Trent Cochin, and I think it might be—I think it might be our mate Kane again. Kane. Um, yeah, I have to go. The only other one it could be is Stephen Canelio. Someone might be calling, but let's go with Cochin and Kane. Yeah, Canelio and Matthew Lloyd. Mm. Oh, show again. Well done. Get there. He watches Canelio. He watches the Sunday Footy Show. Tommy. Tommy Medallia. At the moment, he's in the top three in my Brownlow tracker. <laughs> That's our man over here. <laughs> and I reckon I'm talking about Took Miller, who would have got three votes again down in Ballarat on the weekend, and he's flying. He's flying. Well, can't win the brown low. Of course, that is no brown Seriously, you can't have quotes from NATO. Yeah. <laughs> he's, we've got him in the market. He, you know, he can't win the brown low, but we've Tommy got him to poll. Yeah, he's fly, it comes in and out. I, I agree Although, with you. I don't know if he's full-time. Took Miller has got coaches' votes now 10 weeks in a row. Yeah. How good's that? He can't win the brown low, but we've got him in the market to poll the most votes at $10, Brownie. Well, at the moment, I've got it? him one vote behind Marcus Bont. So he could Kelly. win. So I've got Bont on 23, Miller 22, and Ollie Wines on 22. So, okay, can you just give us a disclaimer, though? Has there been a tinkering of the formula since on the brown low from last year? Yes, there certainly has. So uh, I'm doing it, Hum. Are you it's following what? So you got to fight. Do you follow? What do you follow first and foremost? Footy. No, but do you, the coaches votes or the, is it the Herald Sun votes? Okay, or? so I see three games live a weekend myself, so, yeah, so they're clearly, my votes. Yeah. And then I rely a little bit and lean on uh, Maddie Lloyd and Kane Corns on the Sunday footy show for games you, that I haven't seen. Do you rate the coaches' votes? Uh, I do rate the coaches' votes, but I think they'd be different to the umpires' votes. Right. So, um, for an example, let's have a look at some of the uh, the votes Research. on the weekend. So, does Stephen May vote well? So, he's getting a lot of coaches' votes, Probably but do not. the umpires vote yeah, for Stephen May? Probably not. So, that's where I, I think would say no. on the weekend, you know, do they give 
a two to Oliver or do they give a two to Magus? Petrarca clearly got the three. And then do they give one to Wines even though probably doesn't deserve it, but he had 34 disposals, so he might sneak in for one, yeah. Ollie Wines. No, but I get it. didn't get any the co- in the coaches' but votes. But what your, the coaches probably give May votes. But I still they? look at the coaches' yeah. votes, yeah. Is yeah. this going to be public available information come betting time for It certainly is, um, and I'm yeah. going to stand by it, and let's hope it stacks up. All right, last one before we move on. I just think the 10-year barrier is going to be a big hurdle for him to jump, and there's going to need to be significant success this year or next. That is, uh, they're talking about Josh Kelly, the ten-year barrier. Oh, jeez. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Sunday Footy Show because every quote seems to have been offered. I'm going to say that that is. I'm going to say Damien Barrett. Yeah, I'm going to go Damien Barrett too. Uh, the answer is Kane Corns oh. on Ken Hinckley. Jeez. Well, yeah. Uh, next week, I promise you, we're going to look outside just okay. for yeah. quotes. You were, on, some... you were on that show for all four of those quotes. Yeah, but I'm not listening to the other guys. I'm thinking can, about what I'm saying next time. He can tune out once he's not involved, no, though. No. Hey, it's the matchup that has uh, captivated the attention of local footballers around the, the country. As I said, I've been uh, I've been after a bloke took a mark. They were all barracking for Richo, by the way, me. all these local footballers. Yeah, they are. I yeah. seem to have a lot of support from you the do. local the clubs. I reckon you'd be polarising. You you, you talk, call Jack Rewalt so, polarising. So when you play in your competition because you do the sports bet stuff here and you send out all this uh, communications and then you're on this program and, you know, you've, you've got Granny. a little bit of fame, a tiny little can bit, I, and I reckon people would think you're a wanker. I, I can tell you it's not polarising. I can it tell is. you now the opposition team rolls up every week and you are public enemy. <laughs> I, I am, and the crowd getting to me, I, I, some of the things that get said to me. So I've got a lot I'm of – You polar- carry on like I'm not a, polarising. You carry Everyone on like a clown out there though, don't you? Well, I do a bit, but I like it. It's it's, it's my outlet. I like. You're I like good. You're a I personality. Like being, yeah, I like being doing. You know. So we've had know. to Are put you a it off. Version of Hayden Ballantyne, maybe. Nah, because I'm not a little. You know, I'm not. I'm not yappy, but I just I do get like yeah. I, I you know I well, every I'm video involved. I've seen you, you're yapping. I'm involved. I get involved in a, a couple of incidents each game, and the crowd like to get into me, and the crowd are getting into me. All the opponent players me. are you're getting into me at the moment about <laughs> Richo. He's a showman. But Richo. It's it's off today, mate. It's off today. Yeah, off. There's been another delay, and I'm starting to question. Yeah, me too. Whether you are no. starting to get very, very scared because you've got a lot to lose. I've got nothing to lose. I'm a hacked six footballer. I there's a little part of me that I, I did I got it wrong slightly from the start. Oh. I meant to say that I don't think you will take one mark, whereas I actually said. You will. You only have to spoil one ball instead That's of one. That's exactly mark. what you said. You were adamant so about it. We shook hands. There's a little on part that. of me that thinks you may be able to make one spoil, mm. whereas I know you wouldn't mark one, and you know he wouldn't mark one. I know he wouldn't mark one, but, but he might spoil one. I'm worried about the doubts you're having at the moment. I'm yeah. having, but yeah. I've been training. Me. He had I've been, been training, training and you sent us this earlier in the week. That's ten k's down. Be worried, Hummer. You've got me motivated. And when I get motivated, I get scary. It's going to be ugly for you, pal. I might do another 10. <laughs> Richo, oh a couple of questions. One, is there anyone in the gym going, what is this boy doing? <laughs> you know what? Is Georgie Costanza in there again? You know what happened? I looked around and there was no one in there, so I got my phone, I set up the camera, and I did what I just did. And then when I finished, I turned around. There was a girl just right behind. Why? Why are we running in a jumper? 
just to sweat yeah, it you out. Haven't huh? just, you, how much have you done at that stage? I've done about 300 metres. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's on next week, though. It is next week, next finally week. Wednesday. We will finally have an answer. Who wins a Div 6 fullback of the year, which I wasn't even fullback of the year, just a Div 6 fullback against a 285-game Hall of all Australian all Hall of Fame. 282. We had the 282 kids. That's right. Hey, we're going to go down. Speaking of local footy, because there's a league that we've become very, very fond of over the last, over the course of this year. I speak of the North West Football Association down there in Tassie. Now, before we get to our team, Rosebury Turak, how about first and second played off? Fourth versus Fourth's Mott lost. And Preston. Fourth has lost. That's a big upset. And they've lost top spot. Mott and Preston go top nine nine sixty three defeated fourth eight six fifty four. Now, so we've got some good mates at Rosebury Turak that love to, yeah. to get us on Twitter. They were giving us live updates. They played second bottom. That's good for them. Turner's Beach, 25-22-172. They only lost by 171 points. You know what? Turner's Beach at second bottom and they still won by 171 I points. I, there, is no, there is not a local football side in the country that I have got more praise for and more respect for than the blokes rocking up for Rosemary Do you know Turak where Rosemary Turak is? Well, it's I, I right down the- on the West Coast. It's, it's mining country. It's you're going to be surprised when we get down there, huh? Why? It's just it's it's. I'm not going to give too much away. Will there be rough like a few? There'll be a few rough diamonds around down there. Yeah, I'd love to. See. Is yeah. it a good pub there? I can't. I've never been there, but there'd be a good pub there. Hey, there was another result that got sent in by a listener. Now, if you just have a look at this, the Tiger Sharks, which I think this is in Perth. Yeah, this is in Mar- Perth. The Lacrae brothers both played, 38, 32, 260. Belted the home side. Uh, I reckon. I reckon Mark would be disappointed there. How many kicks? Well, just five. He yeah. only kicked five, and they kicked twelve in a game. Yeah. His brother kicked sixteen. His brother Brent kicked sixteen. But I reckon if I'm Mark and I'm making a comeback and I'm an ex AFL player, yeah, you want more than five. You want to kick more than out of thirty-eight. You want to kick ten at least. The Frenchman holds the record at Marvel Stadium. What did Does he, he kick that night? Twelve against That's, the Bombers. That was. I, I remember watching that one. Hey, um, we're doing. We're. we're I'll bring us. Imagine being the home team and you 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 have a you know you're yeah. hosting. You, you get all the your crowd. The, you get all the canteen money, everything like that, and you end up getting done by two hundred eighty points because the Crow Brothers kicked yeah. twenty-one between. Be flat. It'd be flat as. Hey, Brownie, you love a top five, and this week probably for the. You know, maybe second or third time this year, you came to us with a segment. I sure did, huh? I sure did. And that segment is <laughs> oh my God. on the back of the Euros. Doesn't uh, he love it when he gets a little segment too? No. I love the Euros the other night. So the penalty shootout was fascinating. I was sitting there watching it with Helena and she was enthralled in it. She she just thought it was the most exciting thing. Um, and the heartbreak, the joy, everything that goes along with it. And I've always been an advocate of a, a shootout style, penalty 40 metres in AFL football because that would be pretty hard. So I asked so you, Richo. If we had a draw now, you – you would say a shootout or, or uh, only yeah. for the final? No, no, final. I think for a draw. I, I don't Any see, draw. I don't see why we have draws. And I think Hutchie went with it last night and I've been going with it for about three years, Hutch. But uh, 40 metres out, uh, five shots, you pick yeah. your five best. Obviously, if you need a, a sixth person because you all kick five, but that would be very unlikely five players yeah. kick it from 40 metres out. Someone stands on the mark, obviously. Richo? What do you think, be, before we give our top fives, more pressure on it, AFL grand final penalty shootout, do you think it would be more pressure to kick a drop punt from 40 or take a penalty shootout in a soccer game? Well, the ball's sitting still on the ground. The variables, no variables are against you in AFL. Yeah. The variables are against you. Yeah. Well, right, is there a man on the mark? Of course there is. And well, why, of course? Hey? There's a man on the mark. There's a man on the mark, yeah. yeah. Man on the mark. 
Okay. Let's where get does the man on the mark stand then? Is that where you're measuring it from? Man on the mark stands at 40. And can the man on the mark move, or if you've got to go with Steve Hawking's new rule, oh, he can't move? Oh, great question. Well, the man on the mark can move, but if he goes over the line, like 50. normal. Can you give away right. a 50 round yeah, penalty? Righto. Okay, so let's go to the top five. We've both got them here. And Who would you have for the man on the mark? So you've gone, you take us through yours. Okay, I, I've chosen Liam Ryan. I just think I just think he's the best set shot in the game. From 40 out straight in front, yep. he don't miss many, Liam Ryan. Toby Green, Nath, loves the moment. Yep. He wants the ball in his hand. So some people might be nervous taking it. Yep. He's not going to be nervous. He's technically not the best kick, No, but he loves the moment. But I don't think he'd be overawed by the moment. I've gone uh, – now, this is a surprise probably. Yeah. Jordan Dawson, not a known goal kicker, but no. a beautiful kick. And on the weekend, he had three set shots against the dogs. I feel like you've thrown him in there pretty quick yeah, after have. the weekend. I'm showing faith in a young mm. person. All right. So Jordan Dawson, mate, he had three shots on the weekend. The goal umpire didn't move is a millimetre. Is it a bit Johnny-come-lately stuff? No. You know what that is? That is a coach throwing it to a young man saying, right. take take this opportunity, okay. son. Okay. <laughs> son. And how'd that go? <laughs> Hope he kicks it. Uh, Taylor Walker, been doing it for a long time. Technically, a beautiful drop punt gets good momentum, and I think he'd like the moment. Goal as well. kicking's been off lately, though. No, I, I back him in the big Texan and Anthony McDonald. Tip and Woody, he doesn't miss many. No, I'm having him as number one. I think he is elite. Both foot, he can do it both feet, but we only obviously want our good foot. And Toby we Green, we didn't cross over here. This is no, no. three of the same have come up. Liam Ryan, the same reason. Now Gary Rowan, I think technically his run up is perfect. That's why he kicked the winner after the sign from where he did. Yeah, Ben, but you watch him kick from forty meters out directly in front. Gary Rowan, I can't. Uh, I could have easily had Gary Rowan at number one, and he's done it before. So too is Zach Tui. Zach, the, he's a halfback flanker. So the Irishman, just Zach Tui, have, have he is yeah. And he kicks goals. And every time he gets an opportunity to kick a goal, he kicks it. Mentally strong, Zach Tui. And for some reason, the Irish boys, when they come over, it's just got, got this technique yeah. that they have a straight arm. I agree Zach with you, Tui man. has kicked the winner after the siren before. I like that. I reckon I'll win five to four. All right. You know who we might have missed here? And this is this was brought up to us afterwards. Mm. I reckon Dave Mundy's. Yeah. Did he, it against the Tigers. He's yeah. done it a couple of times. Hey, last week we celebrated an anniversary. You know that? What was that? Seven years ago to the day, last Tuesday, uh, last Thursday, yeah. the greatest article in the history of journalism was written. <laughs> I speak none other than the Daily Mail article. Now, we're going to have this up on the screen for those that are watching. But for those listening, Brandy, I've put in 10 minutes of this show to dissect this article. We're going to go this line by line. Dine and Dash, former AFL player Matthew Richardson shovels food into his mouth as his girlfriend Genevieve Holiday cringes and looks away while walking behind him. She's <laughs> so embarrassed. Look at you, you pig. <laughs> you are a pig. And you no. you your Jerry Seinfeld with your jeans and your sneakers as well. Can I... Can I tell you what's no, not happening? Yet. No, not no, yet. No, we're like, going to dissect this. Okay. A man's got to eat, but when going out for a stroll with a lady may not be the best time. Clearly retired AFL player Matthew Richardson didn't get the memo. The 39-year-old, who is affectionately known as Richo to his fans, was spotted on Monday in South Melbourne <laughs> scoffing down a piece of meat while his long-term girlfriend Genevieve Holiday was so embarrassed she walked behind him. <laughs> what is that? What are you eating there, Matthew? That is a meat pie and it was... You know when they get Look, a bit, but why is it? No, but listen, why is it hanging down like a bit of spaghetti? <laughs> See how I've taken it out of the tray there, the meat pie. It's a square pie. You know how they get a bit soggy and they break. I had, I had to get it in quickly. It was falling apart. That would have maybe. blown your mouth off. Was it, was it hot? Fall, no, it wasn't that hot. You still got that hat. 
Yeah, I have got that hat. That, yeah, so there's a one. picture. The, yeah, can the, I? The caption. No, we'll get through it. Then you can we can address your concerns. The picture. The caption on the picture. Hungry much? Former AFL player Matthew Richardson's. Ah, oh, it's just the same same crap. Uh, <laughs> here we go. There's another one. Chewing with his mouth open, with his angular jaw hanging open. The handsome former Richmond player lowered yeah, the food a, into I his mouth. That. That's a good line. Thank you. Um, man's got to eat. The former sportsman shoveled the food into his mouth as he walked Jen's in the sun. Had he just had an argument or something, or is it just I'll because get, of the pie? I'll tell you in a minute. With his angular jaw... it's filthy with you. Have a look at her. And look at your mouth there. <laughs> with his angular jaw hanging open, the handsome former Richmond player lowered the food that looked like a piece of chicken into his mouth. Now, how could you possibly mistake that as chicken? Well, that's not my... Yeah, no, I know. As a journalist, fault. I know. Like, I know Jen well. What is this? And I can tell when Jen's pissed off. All right. Who so, is this chump right we haven't finished just last paragraph. Oh, I going. just want to understand how going. some chump journalist could mistake that for chicken. It's cow- it was clearly a pie. You're holding a pie tray. What fried chicken comes served in a little square <laughs> aluminium <laughs> plate? He also enjoyed some dipping sauce to flavour his grub in a small silver metal dish that he held onto tightly. Again, this journalist, I hope, has been sacked. Chewing with his mouth open didn't at all bother Matthew, but it clearly annoyed Genevieve. Uh, all right. And that's it. All right. So You're a tort. A few things they got wrong there. It was a meat pie, not chicken. Yeah. It was a Sunday morning, not a Monday morning. Okay. Oh. I'd... And we live in Elwood, so it wasn't South Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and it was you know, you know the bakery in Elwood. Yeah. You know the on the roundabout of Ormond Road. So we'd had a a, a party the night before, a friends engagement party. We were hung horrifically over. hungover. So we've gone down to get a pie. And a Did you only sa- get one pie? I had a pie and there was a couple of sausage rolls. Jen was holding them in the bag oh. there. And we did have a blue on the way down there. <laughs> <laughs> what, did have, what, did, what did you have a blue about? Probably about my head being upside down the night before. <laughs> so the night before, you'd taken your head off. Oh, the upside upside. Down. Let's just have one last look at Jen and how upset she She <laughs> is filthy with you, Matthew. Isn't she? She was ropeable. But when with you, good reason. Have a look at you. When this came out. Have, when have a look at you. I know. I'm She's embarrassed disgrace. to stand next to you. I'm a pig, I admit it. But we, when this came out a few You're days... You're looking for somewhere to wipe your hands, Oh, no, too. I didn't have a serviette. You've still got that hat. A few, a, days later, hat. a few days later, when that came out, we're like, why have I, we been packed, right? <laughs> like, it just didn't make sense, yeah. right? And on a Sunday morning, we're hungover. Natalie Bassingweight lives just around the corner. They were looking for her, and that obviously oh. they couldn't find her. So you secretly the next liked best. being papped, didn't you? Yeah. Like, like, Is this what's kicked off your thirst for fame and <laughs> social media? Seven years later, I got a feeling that he might have tipped him off. Seven years later, I haven't been papped again since. Hey, Brownie, we were alerted to something. I don't want to say concerning, mm. but. Well, you were alerted to because I gave it to you. <laughs> no, I knew about it. We don't have to set, like, we can set up well, How things. else would you get inside my house? I don't know, but I was going to set up that someone else had sent it. I, you just I ruin was, it. I was, was going to set it up off. perfectly. I was tipped off. I had written how we were setting it up as well. Nathan went home recently to Bendigo and he... Yeah, well, you've he, ruined he, it. He rediscovered, anyway, he rediscovered his shrine. His brand's got a shrine. <laughs> At home He filmed in it and sent it. Let's have a look. <laughs> I can't believe this it. This is at Mum's house. So for those listening, it's uh, it's we've look at the cheeky handy. little bugger there. <laughs> There's been a shrine dedicated to to Brownie. Oh, that's at, when at he, that's when he started screen. really rating himself. That one there, that one there is when he really started. <laughs> There's rating. eight photos in a row. That look at the Victoria blonde country. There. Look at the big hair. Dust. Cambo in the background. Vic country. You've There's the all the, Australian team. 
You've even got the Vic Country shots yep. up. Well, I didn't put oh, them up. Oh, it keeps going. I didn't oh, my God. Up, You're man. going across the other wall. There's Libba. That's from the article we did where I was doing That's a VB bad. cancel. Is that when you're going through oh, your surfy face? Yeah. Look at that one with the weights. Yep. And there we go. That's it. That's, Can so we go back? Look at that one there, the surfy so face. So for those yeah, listening, we've just, we've, we've just seen the, the, the shrine. Um, um, the funniest, I've got a... This is a man that grew up in a landlocked Bendigo, right? <laughs> Had never been to the ocean, right? <laughs> Yet he's got all the surfing gear on. Mate, Lake Epilock was massive back there. That is nice. To be honest, I wish I that had done cool. something for my parents to dedicate a shrine to me. Mm. But there is absolutely nothing <laughs> on the walls. All right, Richard, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my f***ing head in. Oh, I love that shrine. Is that in the office or where is it? It's uh, not in the lounge room, surely. Nah, it's in a, a garage. Oh, it's in the oh. garage. Uh, but you know what's doing my head in? What, Matt? The old chestnut. It's come up again. It's come up. It's come up early in the year, and I don't know why it's come up again. But uh, Chris Scott wants shorter quarters, and he's he bought it up earlier in the year. He's bought it up again, and now a few journo's have jumped on board. Why mm. do we want shorter quarters? We had them last year, didn't we? Shorter quarters, yep, and they suck. Was the game better? No, no, it was horrible. We had we had games where teams were scoring thirty two to thirty four and winning the game. There's less goals than ever. Why do we want shorter quarters? In fact, the last month, rounds fourteen to seventeen, teams have averaged seventy one points. That is the lowest since nineteen sixty six. Oh, so why do we want shorter quarters? Don't we want more goals? Mm. So why do we? Why yeah. are we promoting shorter quarters? No, we don't want them. The players don't want them. I heard Big Maxi Gorn on radio the other morning. The players don't want them. He loves the war of attrition. You're fitter than your opposition. You run games out. The game's been 20 minutes and time on for a long, long time. We don't want. Shorter why quarters. might one particular coach want it? Maybe he. Maybe Chris wants it because his team is getting a little bit older, and maybe he thinks they're not running out quarters as well. I don't know why, but. We don't want shorter quarters. I don't, I, I don't think there should be quarter, shorter quarters, but I'll tell you what is something that I've noticed, and oh. it could be an underlying issue with our man here, Richo. Now, do you have an issue with the Scott brothers? No, I don't have an issue. Because you've had a go at Chris Scott today for here. No, right? I didn't. I just at the start of the pro- At the start of the program, no, Brad. you had a go at Brad Scott. No, I didn't. I said he's going to he, get He asked, should he be the GM? And you said, oh, I don't, I've got no well, idea, yeah. maybe. I don't well, know. I don't no know if he's going Yeah, it was like, wasn't a, a glowing endorsement of Brad, and now you're having a go at Chris. It feels like you had an issue with the Scott brothers. I, I, yeah. I think mm. Brad will get the job off. How do I know if he's mm. good at his role? I don't work at the mm. AFL. You're backpedalling now. Yeah. I'm scared of the Scott brothers. <laughs> well, you should be. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> no, I just, don't, I just don't agree with Chris on shorter quarters. Seriously. Oh, I, I, as a fan. Do you want him as no, a fan? Why, would you, why do you want the game of footy to go less? Why yeah. do you want to be sitting on your couch for less time exactly. watching footy? Exactly. It's not going to happen. back to real crap life. It's not going to happen. Do you think the broad... <laughs> well, like, you know, once the footy's over, you've got to go be in normal, you gotta go back to chores and... Do you think the broadcasters about- want shorter quarters? Absolutely no, no not. No one wants it. They want more goals so they can yeah. get more abs in. End it for good. Nuffy Jar. My favourite part of the Nuffy Jar is that 95% of the weeks we do not need to leave the room. Yep. It's not you this week, Richo. It's Thank certainly God. not me. I don't it's do anything. It's the first time this year. Social media ban. It's not our mate here, is it? Well, it is that, our man, posted it is our man that has decided to shop at Aussie Disposals today. This is a nudie shirt. take us through the shirt? It's a nudie shirt. It looks like a hard yakka it shirt. It is a hard yakka shirt. For the, man, the man with the, the softest hands in the Southern Hemisphere hasn't had a day's labour in his life and he's rocked up wearing a hard yakka shirt. Hey, I put the bins out yesterday. Like a, <laughs> Look 
look at him, baby's bum. Baby's bum, mate. Hello. Mr. Hard Work himself. I've got a callus on that one. Yeah, look at these calluses. Look at those. Now, they're man hands. That's from pushing a bit of steel around. No, from shifting timber and putting up plaster. Hey, Brownie. Brownie. Tennis coaching, was it? And some tennis. Co- well, yeah. I haven't tennis. I Darren professionally- Cahill over here. <laughs> I have not professionally tennis coached since 2006, and I did it for one summer. Uh, Brownie. Yeah. You should play him in tennis. After I beat him at marking, you play him in a set of. Would I get? Would I steal a game off you? No. No. That's right, the next done. challenge. That's it. I, yeah. I will take a game. Not off one you. game. Done. I agree with you, Nathan. All right. Let's shake it. Let's. We'll have a series. That's next. After I'm we'll have a series. And then after that, you can go and play me in FIFA, and I'll destroy you, because that's my talent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well done. <laughs> So what's he done this week, Brownie? There's, you know, you've got a very, a very prominent media. Uh, you've got a very prominent personality um, and profile within here in Melbourne and Australia. So I would suggest giving out your personal, <laughs> giving out your personal email address on air is not wise. Well, let's have a listen to Triple M from Friday. So, so how many people have taken up these oh, this spots? This is a good question. Uh, there's four so far, uh, Chief. <laughs> so there's only so two spots available. Spots. Well, only open last week and they've put their submissions four in. Four people. I've Tim, got 14. Tim, is Tim one of them? It's Jared, Chief. What did Tim, whatever his name is. You can't help him. <laughs> you can't help him. <laughs> so you've got four in, right? Invite only. When does the course start? It starts on September 1st, Howard. Who have you got? Um... What? Who have you got? Who are the four? I can't tell you that yet. I'll, I'll let you know the names when everybody. So, Nate, you're in. a numbers man. If you spend $5,000 a month, you want to return on being part of the Nathan 5000 a quarter. 5000 a quarter, sorry. <laughs> Nathan Brown Academy. So, if you get through the <laughs> yeah, Academy yeah. and you get a gig as a sports uh, broadcaster. Well, there's, a, there's an under spot, uh, understudy spot underneath me at the moment. Um, at really? Sports, but, yeah, it's like the Celebrity Apprentice there, where you get a job. Is there like a, a succession plan? There's been a few coming and going. <laughs> how, how do people apply? How do people apply? Nathan Dotbrown at sportsbet.com.au. Uh, <laughs> Nathan Dotbrown. <laughs> what stumped. are you looking for? Hey, what are you looking for? Some pizzazz. Someone who's very sharp, Howard. Somebody yep. who's got uh, some charisma. Right. Um, like a Tommy Brown type. Somebody like me. So the Nathan Brown Academy, what was the email again that you gave your email away on here? That was bold. <laughs> oh, that was a bold move, Nate. Yeah. You want to back over it or not? No, no. Brownie. Hey. I had about eight emails. I had about eight emails. I don't know. I just see you're in the moment you're doing live radio, and for some reason I gave out my proper email. There's a bit to unpack there. Yeah, there is. Like, firstly, I haven't heard. I didn't know that was coming up. Are you running a course on how to be a media how, operator? How to be a brand well, ambassador. As you know with radio, actually, you, you guys probably don't know on AW, but we, we oh. like to entertain uh, for the hour and a half before and somehow... You're running your own course. Das, your stupid mate Das and <laughs> Howie and Damo decided to say that would I be interested right. in teaching some of these brand ambassadors because one of the ones we had on was trying to get some life right. out of him. Right. And, right. and I said, yeah, let's, uh, let's start an academy. And it just... It's building momentum. Isn't it? Yeah, it built momentum from there, <laughs> and they put the idea out there, and then I just I had to run with it. Well, it has to. You have to make good radio, hum. It was just I couldn't just say no. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, but you didn't have to give your email. What, okay, yeah, I made a mistake. What there. did the emails? What have the emails said? Uh, there was people a few people who, who were interested in in the academy. What are you going to charge? Oh my per God. course. five grand per quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and are you going to? That's gar- what I put out there. Are you going to guarantee them? So they were legitimate. Do you reckon? Are you looking to to join this academy? I, 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 so, I don't what just, you, what, what's the first thing you're going to teach them? Hey, what are you going to teach them? Oh, to talk to the camera and but, how to talk. Yeah, to but the what? Camera. Okay, say you're teaching me. I obviously don't need any help, but. 
just say I needed help and I was in your academy. So when when I first helped you when you were trying to be an ambassador and I said, Hummer, when you're looking at the camera, stop being so angry like you want to fight the camera. Remember I yeah, told you, you did. that? Yeah, you did tell me that. He, 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 he to camera, he was that angry. It looked like he wanted no, to kill no, it. I was, I'm I was not, reading. It was my very so first I, screen test. You're going to charge people five grand to learn how to, to look at the camera. There's a lot of people oh, who Richard. can't do it, Matt. <laughs> There's a Richard, lot of people who at- can't do it. <laughs> Oh, All right, time to give some awards it's just out. A bit of fun. Oh. <laughs> no wonder you're buying Porsches. Oh. You're getting five grand. How about this? So, just on the on the porch, Richo. We just saw before we went on air today. We saw Richo uh, Brownie had car sales up. He's looking up. He's he looking is looking Porsches. to buy a 2009 Porsche four wheel drive. The 2009. KM. 2009. So he's not even forking out the actual big bucks. He just wants to look like he, he has. just wants to drive a Porsche. <laughs> No wonder you're putting these courses on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, pay for the car. <laughs> oh, that's got me up. Oh. I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> well done. All right, Richard. Start with the. Uh, let's have a look at the uh, the leaderboard now. Oh. For the best, the Bont on 15 just starting to pull away. Jeremy Cameron, eight. Chris Petrarca, seven. Darcy Parrish, seven. <laughs> Dustin Martin, six. While for the worst, you just think West Coast are going to be starting to pull away. West Coast on 18. Collingwood, 16. St Kilda, 16. Richmond, nine. Carlton, six. Geelong, six. Hawthorne, six. The worst on votes have been a disgrace this year, yeah. gentlemen. They're just all just all teams. Yeah, we've lost our nerve. You've, you've lost your flair. The te- there's been some ordinary teams. Best on first. Yep. I've, I gave one to my man, my penalty taken, eight. Uh, Jordan Dawson, 26, playing on a wing. Yeah. Three goals. Thought he was outstanding against the Dogs. Jack Steele, where's he in your Brownlow tracker? Uh, he's coming hard. These last yeah. four games, he's got votes in every game. Well, I've given him two. He's just a great leader at the moment. Two goals, 32. And Jaden Stevenson, career best game, 38 against the Eagles. Collingwood might be ruining that decision down the track. Yeah. I gave one vote to St Kilda. I thought the, the performance against Brisbane, nobody expected them to do what they did, nah, even when no they good. were 13 points up at three-quarter time. Everyone expected Brisbane to come back and win it in the last quarter, and the Saints got the job done. I gave two votes to Taylor Adams. It seems like every time Collingwood play well or every time Collingwood are flying, Taylor Adams is winning the football and doing great things. Yeah. And, and three to North Melbourne. Um, if you beat West Coast over there, and I think you gave me a stat that no side has ever beaten West Coast over there who have been below them on the ladder. So oh. that is Oh, very 15th. West Coast have never lost to a team that's been below 15th on the ladder when they've been oh. above them. So that was a big loss. So West. the worst, I've got to give the Tigers a one vote. They had two Eey. tackles in the last quarter. That'll make yeah. you happy, Hummer. Your Pigs Richmond, might fly. Your Richmond basher. Pigs you. might fly. Still won three out of the last four flags. I'm pretty happy with that. The Crows kicked peak. two goals, nine, their lowest score uh, on Friday night against Essendon. And West Coast, for the reasons we just talked about, got three. I gave one vote to – now, I like this guy. I like the way he plays, but I've never seen a worse kick in AFL history than Liam Stocker's. <laughs> but I'm not giving it to Liam Stocker. I'm actually giving it oh, to well, players are. who use Grippo. Right. So you could clearly see that he probably had Grippo yep. and he had the, and the footy – Stuck to his hand and then went out. I don't understand. <laughs> I never used it. Obviously, Matthew used it a lot uh, because of marking it. Richard wore a glove. If you are a player that needs to be able to use I the footy, I don't think you should be using Grippo. Two votes to Kane Corns. Um, very what, you're quick. giving your mate one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. okay. But very quickly jumped on uh, Trent Cotchen and, and wants his career over. Now, Trent Cotchen changed the culture of that football club. Yes, he's not in good form at the moment. 
nor are the Tigers. And we're very quick to write people off and say that they're no good anymore and they should be retiring. Trent Cochin, I think, has got some tickets in the bank. And three votes to the Giants. I think there's a spot there in the eight for the Giants Up to take. Grabs. They lost Hawthorne. They lost in, they they drew to Melbourne. North Melbourne. Drew to North Melbourne and they lost the Gold Coast. So they don't deserve to be there at the moment. They don't. And all right, let's dive straight in to the week's games. Now, at a few weeks ago, you would not have thought this would be a top eight clash. Fremantle versus Geelong. Fremantle, $2.48, taking on Geelong. Very well backed. 80% of the cash, $1.54. Is there an upset brewing? Could be. I'll get them closer than that. I think Fremantle will give them a scare, but the Cats, for me, just win this one. But it'll be three goals, maybe, I think. Yeah, it'll be close. It's at Optus Stadium, so the Dockers... Will be right there. I think the Cats want to be top four, and it's a real tight race for top four. I don't think they'll lose. GWS versus Sydney Giants two dollars sixty three. Sydney dollar forty nine. This has been played at Mars Stadium, where there has never been a great spectacle of a game of AFL footy. You're off it, Mars. The conditions just aren't conducive. What about the good folk of Ballarat that get a chance to watch? It's a beautiful town, Ballarat. It's a lovely town, but the the stadium is... It's like it is actually on Mars. Mm. It's sponsored by Mars Bar, but it's actually like... Do you know why it's sponsored by Mars Bar? Yeah, you're from Devonport, don't you? Yeah, I know. Okay, no worries. Just they make, they make Mars bars in Ballarat. You don't need to like well, offend you, the people from Ballarat. I'm not offending Ballarat. That stadium nah. has been well, built. I'd in be a, offended. They yeah. should have put the stadium I'm somewhere from else. I'm Bendigo, and I'm offended because it's and like we don't like Ballarat. Just compared Bendigo. Ballarat to Mars. It's They're like it's the be base offended. camp of Mount Everest there at oh, Mars Stadium. Oh, jeez, wow. you're doubling down. It's cold and windy. The poor people of Ballarat kick them all their down. Yeah, it's just so it won't be a great game, but Sydney will win. Sydney will win. Uh, last game we're going to look at, St Kilda versus Port Adelaide. St Kilda in great form, $2, Port Adelaide $1.84. Odds are a coin toss. The punters can't split them. This shapes the eight. Cash. This one shapes the eight. Uh, if St Kilda play the way they played the last few weeks, they win. They ha- actually win. Their, their defensive pressure's been outstanding. Highmore and Wilkie have been unbelievable in the yeah. back end, and they've been able to kick goals through King and Membry taking marks. So I think if they can come with that same pressure, it's just whether – they relax and they yeah. feel like they're getting a little bit better. So it's all about St Kilda and how they come into the game. I think they're good enough to beat Port. Port. All right. That's no worries. <laughs> so I'm going to like to just a public apology on the behalf of Matthew Richardson to all the people at Ballarat. Yep. It's a beautiful town, Goldfields. Um, it's got a town. great – they're helping out the AFL to keep the AFL season yeah. going, but our mate over here I've just seem to think so. All I'm saying is it's a lovely town. I've never seen a good game at Ballarat because of the conditions there. The wind, it's cold, and it just doesn't produce good games of footy. Okay. Nothing said, to do with Ballarat, Ballarat as a town. You said Ballarat was like Mars, and then you yeah. said it's like the, the base the, camp of Everest. Where the stadium is, um, you're not listening to You know to what it. you've done here? What? Like the guy that pumped you up the other day on Twitter and then gave you a clip. That's yeah. what you've done to Ballarat. You've tried to pump yeah. it up, and then you've given it a clip. You're a I hypocrite like, as well. I like Ballarat. I don't like the stadium. Ooh. We've got a few Ballarat listeners as well. All right, let's finish up with some Most of our listeners from Ballarat. <laughs> now, I'm not happy. Why? Because for the last six weeks, despite spending, contrary to your opinion, I spent a lot of time coming up with hypotheticals. Right. They're difficult to come up with. Or as I like to call them, the hypotheticals. 
oh, we're going to roll that again. Yeah. I'll be yeah. real happy with that from last week. And I, I still don't know who gave it to you. So do you know what I've done? What? I've just gone to a hypothetical website and I'm going to, I've just grabbed the top three well, these hypotheticals there. Then. No, they won't be good. They're going to be crap. And then finally, once you have these crap ones, you'll understand the work that I put in and you'll be begging for mine to come back next week. All right, off you go. Let's go. If you could travel, if you could time travel, would it be back or forward? Back. back. I like that. Yeah. Why, Nate? I like it. Well, I would love to crap. go back to the mid seventies. No mobile phones, yeah. no social media. You can actually, if you want to get away from things, I reckon I'd go to the late fifties, just late just before time. the sixties started. Yeah, Woodstock. Before right. that, you're stranded on an island and you have three items. What are those items? Three items. Yep. A fridge full of uh, cold beer. Yep. Some matches to light a fire. Yep. And some a, a box full of seeds to grow things to eat. <laughs> box full of seeds. What are you going to grow? Some, some plants, seeds. Yeah. Various seeds. Right. What sort of seeds? Oh, some carrots. Some some veggies. Some spuds. All right. And did you name four then? What? Did you do four? No. Oh. Three things. Seeds, fridge of beer, and matches well, to light of, a fire. Fridge of beer and beer. Yeah. Endless fridge of beer. Oh. Yeah. What did you take? Uh, food, water, and a fire. Yeah, that's probably a bit more sensible. That's, that, was, that was a crap one, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was all right. It's all right. Better Your house better. is on fire. Your house is on fire. What item do you save? Well, you... No, your family's all out. Right. They're, they're away. Oh, they, we've got they're, they're, they're in Ballarat. I'd save my mobile phone because it's got a lot of codes on there and you know you're into your crypto, mm. Nathan. I, I cannot afford to lose a few of the codes that I've got. Yeah, it's a good one. I shouldn't Very have probably have them on my phone. Very though, good one. I've got an envelope that I'd like to get out. I've also oh, got... What's actually, in that? Just what's various in things. How much? Various <laughs> things. And I'd also... I've got a, a a hard drive that I need to get out to yeah. for the same reason. What's in the envelope? I'd probably get how like, much is in there at the What's moment? in the envelope? I'd probably get my new Alexander McQueen. Is that what you? Oh, is that envelope what you're going to purchase your 2009 Porsche with? Geez, <laughs> <laughs> don't be caught with that car with that cash in it. The cops will be asking the questions. <laughs> what are they worth now? The 2009 Porsche. Oh, about 49. So, so now can you understand that those actual hypotheticals? <laughs> that was that were good. They were great. Right. Better than right, yours. I've got. I've put one of mine in. Righto. If everyone on the world lost one kilo in the world, in the world, seven billion people. Yeah. If everyone lost one kilo, would the world be seven billion kilos lighter? Well, it would be. Yes, pretty make. Well, where's where's the, the that weight go? Hey, where does it go? Well, clearly, it would be lighter if you put the world on a, on some scales. Well, well then put, if it's not going anywhere, it can't so at one leave. point the world weighs. However many billion kilos, and then you take away a so kilo, so then it weighs that. It doesn't go anywhere. It's basic. Well, it maths. can't just disappear. It, it can. That's what weight does. It's a, yeah, it's but it goes somewhere maths. else, doesn't it? Basic math. It doesn't. No. I reckon that it would not change. No, you're wrong. So that was. Did you like that one better? That was all right. Mm. Yeah. Sort of. Thanks, Hummer. <laughs> All right, that's going to do us this week, please. We've got a lot of listeners, I say it every week, that are listening but not subscribing. Make sure you right. subscribe and leave us some good reviews because the top three at the moment are all bashing me. I've got a sh- I don't have a very thick skin and it hurts, Richo. And, and don't forget you can sign up for Nate's course. Yep, five grand. Who's? <laughs> good luck. Gamble responsibly. <laughs>